0: Okay guys, let's uh, pick back up with Philippians two and we're gonna round out this week with verses nine, 10, and 11, which is a great, great way to finish a week. But before we do, let's just remind ourselves of where we've been, that Paul has taken us through this passage this week and teaching us about the humility of Jesus and that how our humility would create unity and that that is his heart that if we wanted to satisfy Paul's heart for us, that we would, we would um, lay down our selfish ambitions, and he says, "Look, you know, you should just take on the mind of Jesus. Let your attitude be like his." And then he explains to us that Jesus, even though he's God and has everything in heaven rightfully his, he doesn't have to grab at any of it. It's all his. That he empties himself and becomes nothing, and comes to earth and puts on flesh and isn't some sort of half god half man but he's he's fully human and even though he's fully god he he denies himself he limits himself in certain ways and and he doesn't just appear as a man but becomes a servant and serves all of humanity and does that through his death not just death but death on the cross and if we were if we were um, portraying this in a series of, of films, we would that would be a perfect cliffhanger to, to end on with Jesus dying on the cross and then just wondering, you know, oh, what, what could possibly make this right? And then we read verse 9, and I'll just read the next three verses for you. Therefore... God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the Father. Yeah, the old joke is whenever you find a therefore in the Bible, you should ask, what's it therefore? And this therefore is one of the most glorious, one of my favorite therefores in all of scripture. And it's essentially telling us that as a result of Jesus's willing obedience to die um, a death that shouldn't have been his, but should have been ours, to do that on our behalf, that as a result of his obedience to the mission, that God raises him up. God exalts him. And really, the Greek here would say something like, super exalted. Like he's exalted beyond exaltation. Like it's, it's such an extreme expression. Uh, so he's exalted to the highest place. And so he's um, he's, he's brought back to this place where he's, he's seated at the right hand of God the Father. And it, and it says that he's, he's, here's what his exaltation includes. It includes a name, the name that's above every name. It, so now the name Yahweh is ascribed to Jesus. The 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 the, the name the, and all of the character and attributes and all of the things that have always been rightfully His are now bestowed upon Him, crowned on Him by God the Father, as as a a, um, a reward, as a response to His again His willing obedience, and so He's given this place the highest place and he's given the highest name and as a result of this all of creation all everything that's ever been created is is completely subjected to him I, I believe it always has been in essence but now it's explicit and if anybody ever tried to make a claim that the bible never says that jesus is god i mean just look at the language of this he's given the highest name he's seated at the highest place and now at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, every tongue will confess he's Lord, whether it's, it's entities in heaven, entities on earth, or entities under the earth. So no matter where folks reside, they, are, they must, there's a day coming, and I believe this is, this is the, the day of the Lord, the return of the Lord, where all of creation will be gathered together. One of the reasons I love Hebrews 10, where Paul says, don't forsake assembling together, gathering together, as some are in the habit of doing. And he says that that's something that we do as we prepare for his return. And so this is great rehearsal when we get together in worship, that we are rehearsing what it's gonna look like on this day when Jesus returns. And we will, every, even those who have never acknowledged him as Lord will bow before him and acknowledge them both with their posture their submission and their tongues. They will name Him as, as Lord. Every being, every created entity will do this. And um, man, it just fills me. This, this, is, this little passage right here in Philippians that Paul is, is reading is saying, this is the reason why ultimately we humble ourselves. Is it's not just that we should consider others better than us and that we'll establish unity. At the end of the day, guys, we're nothing compared to Jesus. He is the supreme being, He's the super exalted one who has been set above all things with a name that's above all things. And we will all acknowledge one day or another, I'm gonna be on my face as low as I can be and I might peek over and see you and go, man, remember when we talked about the need for humility? This is why we're we're, we're humble because look at how great he is and we'll be crying and laughing and hugging and, and, and staying low and, and just saying, you know, it's so good that he's good because he's so powerful and he's so beautiful and he's so amazing that it's... There, there's no, nothing within us that deserves or merits what he's done for us and what he offers us. And so I, it's just, I, I, it reminds me of the book of Colossians. I mean, I just love Paul's letters when he starts to talk about Jesus. I can feel his joy radiating. I can feel him singing. I have no doubt that whether this was something he borrowed or something he wrote, that this is a song and it just creates a song in my heart um, even as I, as I read this, I feel a song of joy in my heart. And so I hope you feel that as well. I would encourage you as we end this week just to go back and read over this, this part again and sing it, just sing it as loud and proud as you can with joy and just ask the Lord to fill you with the emotion that ought to rise up within us as we think about what he's done for us, how low he went on our behalf and how highly exalted he is and how low that we now should bow before him in response to what he's done for us. And so Jesus, our King, our Lord, our super exalted one, we acknowledge your name, the name that's above every name. We bow low. Our knees are bent before you. Our necks are bent in submission. We lay everything at your feet and say, this is, we are living sacrifices and this is our reasonable response, our reasonable act of worship in response to who you are. And we acknowledge you as Lord. We confess that you are Jesus Christ, the Lord. That's to the glory of God the Father. And we ask, Lord, that you would fill us with joy as we confess your Lordship. Come, Lord Jesus, into our hearts and fill us this weekend and every day as we love you and serve you in Jesus' name. Amen and Maranatha.